everybody, I'm Jonathan Randall, and welcome to another episode of How You Like Me Now. This is episode 34. I know, I can't believe it. I want to thank everybody who's been tuning in. I want to thank everybody that's supporting me and the clips online, across social media, and of course, those people that are supporting me on my Kofi page. If you're not, I would really appreciate your support there. I post exclusive clips for only people that uh, support me on Kofi. I will put the link to my Kofi page in the description. Check it out. Um, doing another garden show at the Elizabeth Street Garden, July 27th at 8 p.m., Definitely come out to that show. It's going to be a great one. I'm having uh, an all-new lineup of fantastic comedians, and it's going to be a really good time for a great cause, which is, you know, saving the Elizabeth Street Garden, which the city is trying to destroy, and I hope I will see people there. Okay, let's get into all the stuff I want to talk about today. Oh my gosh. So I guess one of my neighbors has been having sex on my roof because I was up there the other day and I saw all these like used condoms, which is absolutely disgusting and totally infuriated me and pissed me off so bad that these people are just like leaving their like used condoms there. Now, whenever I hear people on the roof, I'm like running up there. I'm like, are, are these your condoms? Are you the one leaving these condoms out here? Like I'm like part of some like anti-safe sex, like Catholic group or something. Me like, oh, what are these condoms? And listen, I don't give a shit if people want to have sex on the roof like I have no problem with people having sex in public or using public spaces to have sex go for it I just think people need to clean up after themselves when they do so I mean I'm up there with a girl and I'm noticing that there are these like condoms just on the floor and I'm like oh god I hope she doesn't notice and of course she did notice one and I was like this is gross and this is disgusting and it just goes back onto this thing that's so important to me and should be important to everybody which is consideration for others so unfortunately I have not found the culprit of who's just leaving their used condoms on my roof but I am on the case and I will find out who did it and I will keep you posted and I will shame them and make them feel horrible about it. Um, okay, so I'm a big fan of superhero movies. I'm a big fan of the genre. I'm a big fan of comic books, uh, science fiction, fantasy. And, uh, you know, there's a new Superman movie coming out, Superman Legacy. And they recast, there's a new Superman. I mean, how many Supermans are there going to be in my lifetime? It's just like crazy. I feel like uh, all we could do is like recycle the same things over and over again. I mean, I just went and saw the new Mission Impossible movie. You know, this summer there's a new Fast and the Furious movie. There's a new Transformers movie. It's just like the same things over and over again. Have we just totally ran out of ideas? You know, some people are like, we're living in a simulation. And I was always like, that's such bullshit. But the fact that like we can't have originality anymore and what keeps on happening is just like we just are regurgitating the same things over and over and just putting like a slightly different spin on it it's like maybe we are living in a simulation and the people in control of the simulation have just run out of ideas they're just like oh what are we going to give these people in the simulation to entertain them more i don't know just give them another superman movie give them another teenage mutant ninja turtle movie that's all it's going to be just like over and over again in life it's just going to be like the same things i'm going to be like 75 years old and they're gonna be like there's a new superman like we need a new idea superman's not super anymore he just became boring because we've gotten the same thing over and over and over again i mean 
It makes me think we are living in a simulation. They're just totally out of ideas to give us. They're like, all right, we'll just do the same thing over again. Okay, uh, uh, wow, men and women. Now we'll have men that think they're women and women that think they're men. Like, we're just changing up the things that we have uh, to make people feel like life is progressing in the simulation when it's just like the same things over and over again. Uh, I don't know. That's just something that I was thinking about. I think it's crazy. Uh, I'm still dating a lot. I uh, have not had any success uh, meeting anybody. I went out with a really great girl who was a fantastic woman. I really enjoyed her company, but she is very religious and I'm not. And that's just like never going to work out. Um, unfortunately, because she was really awesome. I mean, I, I'm like, what are you supposed to say? I wish you don't believe in God. If you didn't believe in Jesus, this relationship would be perfect. But she like goes to church like every Sunday. Like she's never gonna like be with like a agnostic like me who like mocks people who kind of go to church or who like have religion be such a big part of their identity. I mean, I shouldn't say like mock them, even though like I have in the past and I do sometimes I'm trying to be more respectful of people's beliefs, but I don't believe in organized religion. I think it was created by man to control people. And I think it's horrible. I've talked about this before and I will continue to talk about it. And I feel like people have a hard time just being like, I don't know. So they have to like grab onto something and convince themselves that they believe in something, that they have these answers instead of just living in the uncertainty and accepting that, which more people should. It's okay to do that. It's okay to say, I don't know, and not just like develop your whole personality or your whole identity over these things that are like told to you that you're supposed to just believe blindly, which, you know, aren't true and are man-made and are used as ways to divide and control. Um, anyways, uh, yep. Still dating, still hoping to meet somebody. Uh, you know, dating's hard. I just feel like women are incredibly entitled, especially in New York city. Uh, I find that so many women just have this attitude that men like impress me, impress me. I'm like, why don't you have to impress me at all? I'm like, what are you bringing to the table? But it's just like, we want the guy to like plan the date, pay for the date, you know, set up the, the time, the place to pay for the whole date, to basically carry the conversation, to ask all the questions that the woman wants to be asked. And it's like, and the woman just feels like, I'm, I'm here, I'm existing. Like, that's all I have to bring to the table. It's like, no, like, who do you guys think you are? I feel like a big problem and big part of this is Instagram. I really feel like Instagram has just like totally ruined women because it's given them all like this false sense of value and importance because they're just getting like so many likes, so much attention just purely based on their looks. There are all these profiles, all these girls where that's all they're doing. They're just posting pictures of themselves, you know, wearing bikinis or looking seductive or whatever, getting a attention from men and then they think the like they're worth more than they really are and they're like oh I don't have to bring anything to the table 5,000 guys on Instagram think I'm hot and like my profile so I'll just move on to someone else or like I have this inflated ego now because I think I'm so great because guys are horny and disgusting and they just want to like give attention to like attractive women and like these women want to internalize that to mean that they are worthy of something so great and hey listen everyone should feel like they're worthy of something great but I just feel 
feel like it's so disproportionate for like women who are like, I need a guy who has it all. And they're like, oh, well, what do you bring to the table? And they're like, well, I'm, I'm me. I'm like, okay, but why does the guy have to have the high paying job? He has to, you know, dress well and, you know, be the kind of like, uh, aggressor in the relationship and you know well, we, uh, but what are we going to bring to the table oh well it's just it's just me you know he better come and be super funny and super good looking and a certain height and everything uh, but for me I just have to be me it's just like totally insane you know I, I feel like there's so much to like in this society and I do understand the patriarchy and I do understand that you know there's a difference between men and women but I feel like there's this whole thing that just like men are so much more privileged than women and women have it so tough where I feel like first of all if you're a beautiful woman you have it the best almost I would argue in the world beautiful women just float through life getting everything thrown at them they don't have to do anything oh well men make more money than women yeah but we still have to work all right, beautiful women, they don't even have to work. There are men lining up who just want to give them everything, who want to take care of them, who want to provide for them, who want to take them everywhere. Beautiful women could just go to like the most exotic places in the world, stay at the best hotels, eat at the best restaurant, get it all paid for, and the guy that's taking them on this trip will then be their photographer the whole time, taking pictures of them so they could post it on social media to get get the attention of other men is just like absolutely insane um Anyways, so I feel like there should be more talk about like beautiful women privilege instead of just like male privilege because I really think that attractive women are the most privileged beings in the world. Um, all right, so unfortunately, Israel continues to ethnically cleanse Palestine, and when it kicks Palestinians out of their homes, it claims it's not about Jewish supremacy, it's about real estate disputes, which is bullshit. So uh, another Palestinian family uh, has been kicked out of their homes. This family was living in East Jerusalem since the 1950s, and Israeli forces threw them out of their home. Uh, they weren't even allowed to take out their furniture. They weren't allowed to even take out their medicine. And while they were being evicted, Israeli settlers were dancing in celebration. They were throwing water at them. It's really despicable and, and, and crazy. Um, there is an Israeli law which allows Jews to reclaim properties that were Jewish before 1948, but there is no equivalent right for the hundreds of thousands of Palestinians who were forced from their homes during Israel's establishment, which is crazy. It's like there are different set of laws for different people, and that has a name, and we know what that's called but it's just absolutely horrible to keep driving these Palestinians from their homes and being like, oh, well, it's real estate. Uh, they're squatters. Um, you know, they didn't live in the house the, the whole time and they left it empty for a little period of time so we could just take them and, and get them out of the house and replace them with, with, with Jewish people. Um, first of all, just because... It, listen, if a Jewish person could come and they could prove that their family lived in that house... Uh, 
prior to 1948, that's one thing. But just because you believe in the same religion as someone that lived in that house a long time ago doesn't give you more of a right to the house than people that have been living there for generations. Um, and it's just horrible. And it's crazy that Israel continues to do this and get away with it. And, you know, just wants to make up these excuses and be like, oh, well, it's just a real estate uh, dispute. You know, they didn't, uh, they were squatting. They were squatters. When they have claims to the land and they've been living there for over 50 years and to kick them out of their homes. So just because a Jewish family who has no ties to that home has no ties to that land other than believing in the same religion as someone that lived there many, many years ago. It's absolutely a, a travesty. My heart goes out to these people. Um, I'm sure that they're going to use kicking them out of their home to kick more Palestinians out of their home until they totally uh, get all Palestinians out of Jerusalem, out of the old city, out of Israel. Uh, and that's like, it's, that's just making the Jews look bad. It's like the more aggressive uh, Jews are with, you know, displacing Palestinians, getting rid of Palestinians, just with Palestinian people, the worse it looks for all over the world. And it's just going to come back to bite all Jews in the ass because that's what's going to happen. Israel is going to attack more and more Palestinians. They're going to kill more Palestinians, uh, whether they say they're justified or not because of whatever, you know, people are planning terrorists. Uh, things like you can't even trust Israel because they have such a history of being dishonest about their creation and their interactions with the Palestinian people. But no matter what excuse they make, they are going to uh, commit, you know, violence. They're going to commit tragedies against the Palestinian people. And that's going to reflect poorly on all Jews everywhere. And Jews aren't going to care. Uh, I mean, excuse me, the whole world's not going to care if, oh, one guy was going to kill a Jewish person when Israel's killing tons of Palestinians and they will continue to kill even more. And when that happens and more Palestinian civilians are killed, it's going to reflect badly on the Jewish people and not just be a thing where it's like, oh, well, it was just self-defense. That's not how the whole world is going to see it. And it is a problem. It's a problem that they want to just make it only for Jewish people. That's not a good look. It, it should be for everybody. All right. Israel, especially Jerusalem, a holy city where people of Muslim, Christian and, you know, Jewish religions care about this. They should be opening up these land for everybody and accepting of all these people, of you know, living together, hopefully in peace and prosperity in, instead of constantly, you know, pitting them against each other and having like these Jewish settlers, you know, be celebrating people getting kicked out of their homes. It's so horrible. I, I just really can't stand Israeli settlers. I think they're the worst. So um, the rights group Save the Children has released a new report about Palestinian children and what they go through when they're being detained by Israel and how they face incredibly harsh emotional and physical abuse. According to Save the Children's director, Palestinian children are the only ones in the world to face systemic prosecution in military court. So these children, they are strip searched, they suffer beatings, gunshot wounds, they have their bones broken, they're blindfolded and put in small cages, and some even report 
being the victim of sexual violence. Palestinian children are interrogated without having a guardian present, and not only are they refused legal counsel, but they're deprived food, water, and sleep. And the crime that most of these children are accused of committing? Throwing rocks. And you know what they get for throwing rocks? 20 years. You could be sentenced to 20 years for throwing a rock. Between 500 and 1,000 Palestinian children are held in military detention each year. So Save the Children is calling on Israel to respect all children's rights and international law. Now, I'm sure Save the Children is just going to be labeled as anti-Semitic, right? That's kind of what always happens. Amnesty International, anti-Semitic. Human Rights Watch, anti-Semitic. B'Tselem, breaking the silence, self-hating Jews. That's how it works. If you're a Jewish person speaking out against Israel's human rights violations, you're a self-hating Jew. If you're a non-Jewish person calling them out, then you're anti-Semitic. And that's uh, what Israel does to silence any criticism of itself. And it's absolutely despicable and atrocious. Um... Yeah, these terms, you know, when Israel uses them, they're not used to stop Jew hatred. They're just used to delegitimize valid criticism of Israel and its ongoing human rights violations of the Palestinian people. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. If you're not following me on social media, please do so at Jonathan Randall across social media. Again, the next Save the Garden comedy show at the Elizabeth Street Garden is July 27th at 8 p.m. Uh, support me on Kofi, please. I'll put the link in the description to this podcast. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I'm Jonathan Randall. How you like me now? Hey.